0: Brewers 360, sponsored by All Right Home and Remodeling. We are joined live by the skipper Craig Council on the First Midwest Bank Hotline. You have perfect attendance, sir. I don't want to jinx anything, but man, you are always there. You're like you're like a utility. You're like water or electricity. You are reliable. Um. <laughs>
1: It means my phone's on me too much, I think, more than anything.
0: <laughs> There's that. I wanted to ask you, you have famously said over the years that we've been doing this that, that ball clubs get the records that they deserve, and uh, we're a little deeper now into the 60-game season. Do you think the Brewers deserve to be 500 at this point in the campaign? Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I think we do, yes. Um, we've um, you know We've pitched very, very well. In, you know, was probably maybe one ga- one exception of a game, um, and that's that's got us a lot of wins. Um, our bullpen's been outstanding. Um, you know, the, the Josh and uh, David Phelps and Devin Williams, Eric Yardley, Freddie—they've been Brent Suter—they've been dynamite. So, and we've struggled offensively, um, and so that's you know that's kind of led us to to a middle of the road record. Um, I think we've played some some good teams thus far, um, and that, and I think, and I, but I do think our offense is starting to really, you know, I thought they showed great signs in Chicago, and hopefully that's good things to come.
2: Craig, I'm half expecting Luis and Orlando to be hitting three and four when you released the lineup card tonight. How awesome was that to see the bottom of your lineup in particular at the end of that series in Chicago produce the way they did?
1: Well, that's that's what you need, and if you're going to put together uh, wins, and if you're going to be a, you know, a, a above playoff contending team it's it can't be one person all the time can't be your three four hitters you have to have contributions from around your lineup and um so that's that's what we need um sometimes you're going to need that those guys did a great job this weekend in Chicago they certainly you know set the stage for for Keston's home run um in the first uh as uh, or in the third and then scoring some runs later so it was a, it was a big weekend for those two guys for sure and, and much needed
2: Craig, going to a, a bigger league story this morning, I'm not sure how much you were able to see from the uh, Rangers-Padres game last night, but the Padres were up big, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch, and the Rangers didn't take too well to that, so they threw a pitch behind Manny Machado to retaliate. It's, it's really sparked a conversation about the unwritten rules of baseball. I'm curious your thoughts on the unwritten rules of baseball.
1: Well, that's I, I don't know if that's a question for a three minute interview, but but I think <laughs> <laughs> look, I think um I don't think there's right and wrong here, which is what we want to do to the question. And so that that's how I'll answer that. Like we want to put hey, this they're right or they're wrong. That's not how it works. Um there there are the unwritten rules is really a way for teams to get through games. And when we play 162 games every single day, um, and so there's some value to how this, this code that we play by sometimes, um, now, I do not think throwing at hitters should be involved in that code at all. That's not shouldn't be part of the code. Um, but I do think there's value in, in, in some of the ways that we get through games. Was this right or wrong? Um, you know, I, I don't know enough about the situation of the game to, to answer the question. Um, and so I think you know, they're, they're tough questions, but I, I, don't, I think finding yes or no answers to these sometimes is, is the worst thing we can all do.
0: I got to ask you, too, um, one of the websites out there, I think it's called Awful Announcing, compiled a bunch of F-bombs because it's so easy to hear you guys swear out during games. There's nobody in the stands, and they did this montage, and, and even the umpires, man, they were just dropping them at will. Um, do you have to have a talk with your guys about, hey, watch it, the mics are hot and people can hear us, or is that just considered part of the game?
1: No, I'm not going to talk to our guys about that. I mean, these are adults. Yeah, we're, we're, we got enough to worry about where, are that's not going to be one of the things we're worrying about. It's, it's an emotional game. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, we haven't picked up before because there's crowd noise. Um, it's, it's real. Um, I don't think any, but every people get upset. Um, that's how they express it. Uh, it's, You know, it's unfortunate. It's not something we want to be teaching people, but um, it's real. It's the best thing I can tell
0: you. (laughs) Um, The chirping, too. I mean, we saw that in the first series against the Cubs. You guys can hear each other between the dugouts because, again, there's no background noise. So if somebody says something a little untoward that gets picked up by a guy with rabbit ears in the other dugout, it can be an issue.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, Look, it's real emotion, and people should know that, and that's, that's okay. Um, it's different than it's ever been. It's, we're all hoping it's never going to be like this again, um, but that's all just real reaction to, to an emotional game and guys competing.
0: Yeah, I love it, and, and you know, players mic'd up, all that stuff. The, the more fans get to see and hear about what really goes on between the lines, I think, the better. And uh, it's been it's been a great campaign so far. Stay healthy, keep winning. Good luck in the Twin Cities, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday, Craig. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.